Welcome to another Digital Engagement Podcast brought to you by LivePerson. Through its Live Engage cloud-based platform, LivePerson creates meaningful, real-time customer connections that increase conversions and improve customer experience. I'm your host, Patrick Spencer, Senior Director and Editor-in-Chief at LivePerson. Joining me for the following conversation was David Phillips, Senior Manager of Online Marketing at Cvent. Well, David, thanks for uh, joining me today. Thanks for having me. Let's talk a bit about Cvent. Uh, when was the company founded? And uh, you know, talk a bit about uh, what it specializes in. Sure. So Cvent was founded in 1999. Uh, basically started with event management software and grew from there, um, focusing on other areas of events. So we have an event venue database, which is called the Cvent Supplier Network, that people can search for venues for their events and submit RFPs through our system for free and as many RFPs they want to as many venues as they want and all those venues get back to them with pretty aggressive prices because they know they're in competition. And you have huge global reach when it comes to the venues. Yeah, so uh, I think it's over 200,000 now venues across the globe um, range from small restaurants to big conference spaces and convention centers. Uh, Most of the venues are hotels um, so if you want to find a hotel with 3,000 square foot of meeting space, five different breakout rooms, audiovisual. You can search and filter by all of that stuff. And the company's really evolved over the last decade and a half, I guess. It really has. Business. Uh, you know, started off with a software focus, mm-hmm. and now it's expanded. It's much more encompassing. Right. So now Cvent is the platform approach, and that's kind of what sets us apart from other competitors. Under one roof with Cvent, you have all the tools for online event management and handling registrations. We also do custom mobile apps for events, custom website builds, email marketing for your events, ticketing for events, and then, of course, the, the venue search and database are sending RFPs. So anything that event planner would need for their event, Cvent has it. And mm. we know how hard it is to be an event planner today and how many hats they have to wear. So Cvent's just trying to make it easier on the event planners. So you've been with Cvent, I believe, for about three or four years at this point? Four point years now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, doing So now I'm the senior manager of digital marketing. Started mm-hmm. off as a, a senior analyst of marketing. Uh, the role grew a lot of new responsibilities. I mean, I never thought I'd be overseeing you know our chat product on our site. Um, pretty much just came and started our digital or our paid search, mm-hmm. and then started doing a lot of SEO. Then we got started getting into more display marketing, a lot of social media marketing, um, sponsored stuff on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, experiment sometimes with promoted tweets as well. So all that stuff falls under me and my team handles. All that stuff. Uh, we don't outsource to agencies at this time. Now, that wasn't necessarily your 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 role has changed dramatically since then. Obviously, These the responsibilities are, have changed. The company was really one web one or web one dot five really when you joined <laughs> yeah, the company, yeah. and it's it's now three really. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, well. and I mean, as the company's grown, a lot more people have grown. We we now have product marketing directors for each product, which we're working more closely with. So it's not on the SEO team necessarily to come up with every content marketing piece and and write it. We have copywriters and we have product marketing specialists for each of those products Mm. to be coming up with that. Mm. And and we revise it and optimize it, but we don't really have to strategize around or conceptualize each content. Which you had to do. Uh, when you initially joined right. the company. Right, and it was, it was pretty slow going because it was just hats. me and, and a few other guys, but now we have a team of six and two other guys who are doing analytics full-time, and we work hand-in-hand with them, and then we work very closely with our creative team. So we don't 
outsource any of that work. We do all of our website builds, all of our graphic design, everything in-house. How, how was digital, I mean, a lot of the things that you're talking about are customer engagement, whether it's social or SEO mm-hmm. and so forth. It's With the evolution of the web, you really don't do e-commerce, but at a certain point you decided you wanted to be more proactive in terms of how you engage with your customers on your website, and that's how that's live chat right. engagement was introduced. Right. It wasn't just me focusing on lead gen opportunities, but also embracing conversion optimization on the site, embracing the the base of customers we already have and how we interact with them and how we market to them, you know, and remarketing comes into into that world. We do a lot of video marketing as well. Mm-hmm. Like pre-roll video, we shoot a lot of commercials that we show to people who are for, for cross-selling and upselling purposes. They might be using us for one of our, our our products, so event management software, but they aren't using us for like our survey product, which mm-hmm. we have. We, they're not using our the CSN supplier network, right? So they're not sourcing their meetings through our tool, finding venues. So we'll advertise all these different things to them based on where they've come to our site. So not necessarily focusing on lead gen, but focusing on educating people as well on what CVN has to offer. So mm-hmm. going after that top of funnel, not just people who are ready to make a purchase pretty soon, but you know, branding ourselves, giving people an idea of, and making sure CVent is, for lack of a better word, the de facto in in the event space. We want people to consider us the the sales force of the event space. You have to at least consider them if you're going to be managing your events online or handling event registrations. There are other people out there, but you know, we would argue that their their offering is is a lesser product. Their services group isn't as strong as ours. Um, and it, and because of how we tie everything else in under one roof at the platform approach, it does make sense for a lot of different people to be using CVM. At that point in time when you began to think about how uh, customers engage with you on the website, is that when you really started to map out this customer online journey uh, and where the major intersection points occur? Yeah, I mean, we, we figured, you know, we're already doing a great deal to bring people into the site. What are we doing for people who are on the site? Besides, your, you know, your conversion optimization and A-B tests and multivariate tests, what about engaging people um, through different you know, who, who have questions that we really aren't talking to um, or answering on our site. Um, because, like I said, we don't, our page is, our website is huge. We don't have all the information that somebody might want to see. Um, so that they need to chat with us because a lot of people don't want to call us. They just want to, they're, they're at work, maybe in a cube. They don't want to get on the phone. Uh, so let's try chat. And we did try chat. We used another company before we used LivePerson. Uh, we thought, eh. We could probably do better, so did our due diligence, came across you guys. So as you're looking at the different solutions, you had some requirements around. It sounds like rules was certainly one of them, probably reporting. You wanted someone who was established mm-hmm. in the marketplace. True. Uh, in nature of your business, I assume you were simply, it was automatic. You were looking for something that was hosted in the cloud, so you didn't have to worry about security and availability and other yep. issues. Yeah, we wanted somebody who, who would also offer us a, a pretty good amount of help. Um, you know, we didn't have a lot of experience going into this. Uh, we didn't have anybody who was a dedicated chat guy, right? So we have dedicated chat operators maybe, but who's managing the chat process? And, I mean, that obviously started falling under me, and I wanted to see what else was out there. And after we were doing that, I mean, it seemed like Live Person was the way to go for us. Mm-hmm. Was security something that was a factor? So, yeah, we are we're PCI compliant level one. I mean, it's the top... You know, as high as you can get. I mean, we're mm-hmm. super, super secure. Everything that we do has to go through a lot of Q and A and trials. Our tech team and security team has to. I mean, it's pretty rigorous, and and 
I mean, both who, who, the guys we used before, live person, and you guys both passed the, the muster, but um, it seemed to be a lot easier when we worked with live person, and there weren't as many um, red flags going up with the IS team, our internet security team, calling us up and be like, hey, what is this breaking our system kind of deal? Because mm -hmm. we do have to worry about all of our clients' information, and while I'm not really privy to all of that, I do know that we have to do everything we can to make sure everything's secure. And yeah, I think Live Person definitely does a good job with that. Are transactions conducted via chat, or that's pushed through no, a different channel? It's definitely. I mean, we you bring don't, them up to that point. And then exactly. You and we usually pass it over to a phone, um, and then I mean, most of our products, it's it's a B two B company, so the sales cycle. I mean, it could be anywhere from a couple weeks to six months to close a deal. Um, so it does. It, it does. It, it helps that you guys can integrate with. You know, Adobe Site Catalyst or Adobe Analytics, as it's called now, mm -hmm. their integrations with Salesforce there as well. So we can track whether people have clicked on a PPC ad, whether people have signed up for an online demo, also chatted with us, and how many of those people are actually turning into new booked business for mm -hmm. us. So that's pretty hard to do without those integrations, and it is really hard to set up. But luckily, Live Person, you know, with the help of our client success manager, I mean, we've been able to set it up. It's over my head. I need to bring in other people from our development team to to work on this. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's been pretty easy. From it's just another thing to do. It's it's not too cumbersome. And I, I assume when you started off with the actual deployment, you didn't have all the integration pieces. And no, we place. didn't. How, how did you start off? What was the initial? Deployment? Very basic reporting. Uh, just going into the, the, the live person interface, looking at how many chats we were getting, um, acceptance rates, uh, looking at. Um, invitation rates, acceptance rates. We didn't even look at invitation rates very much. We just looked at acceptance rates and really how many chats we were getting. And, and then, it's both. It's the static button click to chat on your yep, website, and you're, you're you're offering chat proactively yeah, through. Yeah. So rules. it started off just the proactive invitations, and we're like, this mm -hmm. is a little aggressive, um, and we are pretty aggressive with our goals. It's 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 not a lie, and a lot of people at our company think it's too aggressive, but I have to remind them it's because they're on the website all day, so it keeps popping up. So just relax. Most people don't come to Seven all day who are interested. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so now we have reactive buttons, and we, what we do that we found a lot of success with is docking those buttons on the user's browser. Hmm. So we, we don't just hard code it onto a site. We've tried that in the past, and it's kind of mediocre results for us. But what we do, we've, we've run experiments to see if acceptance rates and click rates go up if we dock it to the right side of a browser or if we dock it to the bottom of a browser. Uh, we're in the middle of a test right now doing that where we. Um, the A-B testing that we, is not perfect because it doesn't mesh well. That We don't have an integration now with Optimizely. Mm -hmm. So we kind of have to do, all right, one week we'll do it this way. One week we'll do it this way. Mm -hmm. We won't change very much else. So we'll try to isolate those variables. And, and so far what we're seeing is that, yeah, the chat is working better for us for one product on the right-hand side. And that could be because of any number of things. Maybe it's the color that we're using or maybe it's because this website has a lot of content that's tends to float around the bottom of the page versus the other site and, and it gets lost on the right. Mm -hmm. Right. So we have to do a lot of testing and we that's And you've been doing A B testing, optimization testing mm -hmm. for a, a long period of time with your live chat? For You're live chat we've been doing testing for probably two to three years. I mean basic verbiage tests on the invitations is how we started. Mm -hmm. So um, interesting looking for event management software versus event registration software or even just changing it to online event management versus event management software because we're not a typical it's it's a software as a service cloud-based software it's not something you buy and install on your computer um, so so messing around with verbiage like that and see which increases the um, the acceptance rates another area that we test a lot with is um, the pre-chat survey mm -hmm. so I mean we get a lot of site traffic um, 
we, we just went public last year after that happened. We got mm -hmm. people bombarding our servers, uh, at bots. So w what we do, we, we kind of add the pre-chat survey as a way to eliminate the quote-unquote ghost chats that we would get. Whether or not those are just bots or people who are accidentally clicking the chat because they're trying to X out or close it, whatever, we're getting a lot of people just starting chats for no good reason. So we added just one question before people chat to kind of act as a qualifier and weed people out. So we do a lot with maybe what if we ask two questions instead of one? How's that going to affect the... Um, the chat connection rate. How is changing the questions going to affect the chat connection rate? Hmm. And we'll we'll work with that, and then also try to ask leading questions that will help the operator. So if it's the C event supplier network, the event venue database, we'll ask in what city are you looking to plan your event? So at least they'll know going in, so they can have a link ready that they can just send people. Like here's a search results page that you can look at for all yeah. of these venues in that city. Um, or we'll we'll ask people for our event software product line. Um, how many events do you host a year? Because that could affect your your overall overall price. Because your your cost per registrant, which is how part of the model of our pricing, could change if you have 20 people at each event or 2,000 people at each event. Mm -hmm. So we like to get those questions answered to give the salespeople a little bit more information. Because the people who are chatting are our pre-sales representatives. Mm -hmm. They're not just chat operators. They're on the pre-sales team, and we're trying to engage them and turn them into basically a warm lead, warm them up, and then mm -hmm. they pass them on to the direct salesperson who will hopefully close them in you know, a short so those as possible. So that's an interesting scenario. So that your qualified leads that you're passing over in terms of the percentage of total chats that were occurring, you probably saw a percentage increase with some of the A-B testing that you did yeah. around oh, those yeah. scenarios you just Definitely. But I mean, the, the ratio increased, um, and the, the overall number increased as well, mm -hmm. because um, it wasn't taking up as many the, the as much of the operator's time, because it was... The chat their sessions chat sessions in time because they were getting the information. There were ghost chats, and it was mm -hmm. it was messing with their skills. So if we say each operator can handle a max of four at a time, that goes mm -hmm. into the live person algorithm. However, it predicts how many when we're going to send a chat invitation. So if we have four operators and each one has two chats going on right now, but they're ghost chats, then they're going to stop showing the invitations for people. So that's yeah. limiting potential for good chats to come in. So a lot of tests went on and still go on to eliminate that and reduce that number. And it sounds like it, you know, your success at the end of the day is critically hand or tied, tethered to the ability to partner with these different organizations, whether it's the analytics team or mm -hmm. it's the creative team. Oh, in yeah. order for you to do the test, you need to have those folks on board. Yeah, with just, I mean, just talking about live person, there are probably four different departments that we need to interface with. you got your analytics team, the creative team, my team, which sets it up, and then the sales team, so the sales team who are the operators. And, mm -hmm. I mean, so it's it's a lot of it's a lot of work, but I mean everybody's on board with it. Everybody understands the value of it. Um, for some products, it, it works very well. You know, we we found that one product, in proactive invitations, just don't really work too well for us. Um, we do see an increased number of chats, but we also have an operator survey which we implemented, which is another part of the test, um, where all of our operators have to say at a macro level. Was the chat qualified or unqualified? And then on a micro level, why? And then there's a list of eight reasons for qualified reason, unqualified reason. And then we, and we look at those. So we, we can see, like, all right, with the proactive invitation, we got 50% more chats total, but the qualified chats stayed the same. So we, we do tests like that. So for one, one product, we, we have found out that that's, that's the truth. It doesn't really help us having proactive invitations. It but just takes more time. Simply having click-to-chat exactly. on the click website to chat is all that's really button. needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, you've done a lot of work with canned responses. Uh, yeah. When did that take place, and 
What have you done specifically? So we do, we do the canned responses because, like I said, we, our agents will take multiple chats at the same time. It's kind of hard to be able to have to type out a lot of the same answers because we get asked the same questions. Always pricing. What's your pricing? And we say, no, we don't have pricing. It's variable. We need to set up a call to, to get that conversation started. Um, so that's, I mean, that's just one example. And then when it comes to the C event supplier network with the event venues, um, you know, what's, they're, they're just, we probably have, I don't know, 50 to 100 canned response answers for each product line. And mm -hmm. I, luckily, I don't have to deal with it. I've, you know, certain people have admin rights that, that lead their, their chat teams for their product line. And they... It's really a dynamic uh, oh, library yeah. that they're constantly yeah. modifying as well as adding. Very much so. Deleting things. They want to be able to share them because we do get people who come in to one product, their queue, and they want to talk about another product. So we, we have to hmm. be able to share our survey products can responses with our event product team. And that's that's very easy so to then set you up. Transfer it to a different agent; they can actually keep it with exactly with that team. Yeah, and, and there is a lot of transferring going on. I mean, whether or not it's because they were on one page and landed on another, and an invite showed up, but they weren't ready for that at the same time, so they had to get transferred. Or, you know, they came in and they wanted to talk about event venues, and they're like, "Oh, you also do software for handling event registrations. Mm -hmm. Transfer me over there. I'm pretty interested." And that happens a lot for us, um, which is good because we. And I think that was actually, when I'm thinking about it, a problem we had with our old service provider, uh, hmm. the transferring of chats. Do you use the conversations analysis where you get the chat transcripts after the fact and you're able to go through and do an analysis of the conversations and you make you identify areas on the website that might need uh, new content, information, architectural changes mm -hmm. that will allow customers to self-serve? And then on the flip side, you're able to use that data to coach your agents so they're more effective in, in working with your clients. I'd say it's it's more on the, the latter where our sales development team will look at chat transcripts to look to see how we're react or reacting to questions, mm -hmm. what how we're responding, and then the operators will have their meetings with these sales development um, employees who are not their bosses, but their role is to help salespeople grow and expand and, and learn how to do their jobs better. So I don't do that. We, there would be way too many transcripts for me to use, but that's why we have those operator surveys where they answer like how this chat ended. So I look into those reports a little more than your transcript reports. And how many agents do you have? Um, no. Global team? It is a, it's, it's a global team. We have some folks in India, the U.K., Germany, um, the majority in our U.S. offices, um, just because they really need to know our product so well and be able to talk to it so well. And our other offices internationally are still pretty new. Not that they don't know our products very well, but our U.S. team is... I mean, these are where most of our pre-sales are. The, mm -hmm. the other offices have some marketing folks and direct sales folks. Um, but our U.S. office is where most of our, our chatters are, and that's our headquarters in McLean, Virginia. And each team, probably between two and ten people. Mm -hmm. um, and then we, let's say we have, so you have about seven teams. There are probably 30 or 40 folks that are doing chat. Well, 40 maybe folks at the same time. Chat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mm -hmm. mean, over the years, I can we've probably had... 200 operators that have come and gone, you know, mm -hmm. they get a promotion or they leave. I mean, yeah. I just know that in the graveyard happens. of operators, that's, I need to keep <laughs> clicking the right arrow to get over. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so, but, I mean, we like to have as many people logged in as possible just so we're ready. Um, and, and they're doing other things. It's not just chat. Um, they're pre-sales people. They can handle calls. They can handle projects. So they blended in terms of responsibility. Do they handle calls concurrent with chat or are they focus just on chat or just on the actual call? It's usually one or the other honestly um, mm -hmm. but th they do have they're logged in right. they're logged in um, microphone fell down 
but um, they're not always chatting, obviously. So they can be logged in and working on a project, or like a research project, or you know, put, putting leads together or updating their Salesforce tasks. Um, and, and then if a chat comes in, then they handle that. And multitasking was always the intent in terms of how you wanted your agents to work in your environment? We were ready to do whatever. If it was going to be a ton of chats and everybody's going to be ready, then we were willing to be like, all right, we're going to need to hire people who just do chats. Mm -hmm. But we found it a better use of our resources and time. And it, it comes to the sanity of a lot of these, these, these younger kids who are pre-sales. I mean, give them some opportunities to do some other things as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're able to see the whole... All different assets. And the of size sales. of the team has that grown? Was it initially just focused on the U.S. Mm -hmm. market, and then you expanded it globally? Definitely. I mean, we we we've always. I mean, for as long as I've been here, we've gone after the international market, but just never with as much intensity as we are now. We've opened up international offices. Our sales internationally are growing, um, and we're really. I mean, we're translating our site into other languages, which is new. I've wanted mm -hmm. to do that for so long, um, just because I handle all the SEO stuff as well, and I know how much untapped traffic is out there. You know, how are the goals structured in terms of your teams? You know, it's a pretty sizable team. They all report into their local agent supervisors or to their specific business, you know, line of business. Mm -hmm. But how are their goals structured from a chat standpoint? They, I mean, I don't think I don't know if there are any really set in stone goals. They they want to get as many chats as possible, and they want to get as many good chats as possible. That's why they work closely with us. And we're like, hey, we're seeing these keywords are leading to a lot of good chats. What are mm -hmm. we doing for PPC here? We're seeing a lot of chats lately that have been coming from Mexico. Are we, are we doing any increased marketing there? I think we might want to look into that, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but their, their goals are just, just, just to, to pump, pump out as many chats as they can and, and do as best as they can to so turn it into a So it actually affects your lead. business focus in a way in terms of the, the, the chat analysis that you're doing, mm -hmm. uh, the conversations that you're receiving and, and where they're oh, coming yeah, from. You can decide that we need to focus on a particular market or we need to put a particular focus on a, on a product area because it's really hot right now. You can do so. And uh, the chat volumes or the intelligence you're getting from your chat Definitely. is providing you with that, that Definitely. data intelligence. And, and how, to, how much to invest in, in paid search efforts because um, we do bid and, and spend a lot of money on getting traffic into our, our supplier network because a lot of people don't know. It's like, whoa, I can find event venues with the Cvents tool and send out RFPs and it's free. They basically do all the work for me and it's amazing, but they don't yet know about this product. So we're spending money on all these different cities I mean, any given city, maybe 1,000 to 2,000 keywords, basically the same keywords across all these different cities. And we need to know which cities give us the best chance in getting an RFP sent. Because mm -hmm. if Marriott is going to spend X amount of money on getting advertising space on our site, we don't want to be sending garbage traffic to our site that isn't going to send a good RFP. That's why we do our best to, like, you know, our chat people found that, hey, we're getting a lot of people who are trying to just do birthday parties or sweet 16s. Mm -hmm. and, send, and, and and that's not what we're, we're there for. We, we do take those RFPs, but that's not what, I mean, Marriott wants when they come to us for that's advertising. Poor business, needless to say. Yeah, they want, they want user <laughs> conferences. They want... Mm -hmm. Events with room nights—that's that's that's the bread and butter. And your chat volumes have they? You know what, what have those done? They've gone up. I mean, but again, I don't want to get into specifics, but because it, it almost it directly relates and correlates to our site traffic. And yeah, like I'd say it increases in, in the in the ratio of people who chat to site traffic have also increased because of the testing we've done. But the major increase in chats is due to you know, Cvent. I mean, we went public last year. We're growing. We have different websites that, that we that we're building. Our SEO has been has been getting huge. Um, our paid search efforts are growing. We're spending more there. Um, email marketing campaigns are getting bigger. So, so many more people are coming to our site now. Let's talk about your team a little bit. How it's structured. Uh, 
you know, the, the agents don't report into you, but you're responsible for the optimization and management of the tool directly. Yeah, and I mean, I've pretty much taken the brunt of all of that um, just because, I don't know, I've, I've always enjoyed working with live person. It was something different for me to do besides my background, which is paid and natural search mm-hmm. marketing. Um, Spend so, your career in many ways. Yeah, exactly. So th- this is this is cool for me. Um, you know, I have one girl working with me in our headquarters office. Um, another guy out in our indie office who helps with a lot of the testing, a lot of the reporting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's pretty much just us. And then I have a team of, of some other SEO guys who help with a lot of our SEO um, and paid search efforts too. You've been doing this for three plus years, and you certainly dived in head first I think from day one it sounds like yeah um, yeah what would be a couple recommendations you'd have for peers who are just getting ready to do the same thing what you know two or three four things should they consider to be successful I would go to other sites and see how they're doing it I do I mean competitive research is one thing but also I mean if you're if you're going to look into the chat space and see how people are using it just go to Time Warner or go to Bank of America or any big site whether it's a live person client or not I mean a lot of people are using chat these days most big companies are and see how they're doing it see how what their invitations look like see how they re- they're responding to you is it slow is it fast are people using what look to be canned responses um, and just it, it helps us to see where we stand mm-hmm. in terms of competition and other companies our size who aren't directly our competition mm-hmm. um, so i'd say that's huge um i'd say really spend some time in it and don't just have it as a back burner thing where you're like okay uh, I'll, lo- I'll look into this every now and then if you're going to invest this money into the product you, you might as well have yourself spending a lot of time in it or get somebody who can spend a good amount of time in it. I mean, I'm not going to say every organization needs multiple people to manage the live person product as a whole, um, but it could. It could be the case depending on how you're using it. And so from that regard, you shouldn't probably look at other companies to see how they're doing it. Um, I'd say look at other companies to see how they're doing their invitations and handling the chat and how it works. But I wouldn't say, oh, well, if IBM only has three people chatting, that means CVEN only needs to have three people chatting. That's not true at all. Your, your business and your objectives are going to be different. Different business models. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who use LivePerson do it for, for client support, and, and we're not doing that right now. So, I, I mean, and when I go to conferences and people are like, oh, we get thousands of chats a day. I mean, that's not how we do it, so I can't compare it. We get... Probably, I mean, hundreds of chats a day in the mm-hmm. low hundreds, and it's that, that's the way we do it. So we can't really compare ourselves apples to oranges. Well, David, thank you so much for your time today. This has been a very interesting conversation. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. Thank you for listening to another digital engagement podcast brought to you by LivePerson. Check out other digital engagement podcasts at liveperson.com forward slash podcast. LivePerson Solutions, helping you to drive tangible business value from your digital engagements via chat, voice, and content, all delivered at the right time and through the right channel. Live person. Connections through digital engagement.